Silver October going for you? They kind of caught me off guard there. You like that? You did it different. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, first but, off, do you know how hard it was for me to not say, how you doing, buddy? So I had to I, think about it. That's why I didn't know if we had started yet or not, because I hadn't heard that yet. That's usually my cue to straighten up and button up the old shirt. And <laughs> What if, uh, I don't know. What if, you know, I started thinking this week, what if that's just, you know, my way of trying to get too comfortable? Maybe I need to get uncomfortable. Maybe. So when you say the same things to people over and over again, it's too much of a crutch. Yeah. And, and people, this week, I've been getting rid of crutches. And people are just finishing your statements for you. Yeah, all the time. But if I, I do the same thing to you, I walk in every day, I say the same thing to you. I usually start conversations the same way. So I think it's probably easier to tune out and things not be as serious because it's not. So you got to mix it up. Yeah. And you mix it up. Keep people on your toes. And look where it's gotten us. Yeah. Now we're it's talking about here. mixing it up. Yeah. How's Silver October going? Pretty good. What is today? The 16th? Uh, Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Hasn't been hasn't been too hard for me. Have you learned anything? <clears throat> no. Um. Also, kind of cheated because I got started late because I had a wedding to attend and there was alcohol oh, at the wedding. A big wedding, by the way. A big wedding. My family bro- wedding. Yeah, my brother in law, um, had his his wedding, and there's an open bar, so I drank there. It is his third wedding, though. No, it's his first. I know. Don't make him. Don't make him sound bad. It's the greatest dude ever. So <laughs> it's hard to make him sound bad. Um. So yeah, I'm uh I'm not as deep into it as you are because you started early. Yep, I started late, so I'm only probably two weeks into it, but I'm fine. Like I haven't I haven't really thought about it. it hasn't really affected me. Yeah, um, I, I do think I, I feel a little bit better. So, yeah, I mean that's good. How are you doing? It's been hard. It's been really hard. I think just rhythm wise, everything's gone for me. I don't have any normal rhythm. Everything that I did a month and a half ago, I don't do any of it now. So that's a little weird for me. Uh, what What did you do a month and a half ago that you aren't doing now? Well, literally everything. So I'm not in the same home. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's so not be, that's not because of sober October though. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's just added on. Okay. So I go home. Like this, the way we went home and did things is just all different. How we eat, when we eat, eating together. Um, being able to have a glass of whiskey, it's nice. I I was dipping. That's completely gone. That's the hardest rhythm change because that's like a 24-7 thing. That's something you can do anywhere. And so not having that's really good. It's also going to tri- pay for my trip to Vegas just by not dipping. <laughs> is that actually why you're doing this? No. No, no, no. But it is an added value, so I'll take it. Yeah. It is actually a pretty, uh, a pretty, a super valuable it's kinda thing sad. about it. It's a lot of money, you yeah. know? And, I, and here's the thing. Since doing that, I'm also... So... Let's just go to make myself sound bad. So I'm probably spending fifteen, twenty dollars a week on on tobacco. Is what I was spending, and then I'm easily spending, or was spending, ten to fifteen to maybe twenty bucks a week on energy drinks. Oh, all that's oh, so gone. You, you cut those out too. All of it's gone. Dang. So it's really good. I feel good. I think the energy drinks was probably out of everything I was doing. I'll, probably, I'll definitely sell energy drinks from time to time, but I think that was probably the worst. So that's like. 120 bucks a month yeah. or i guess you're only doing it for a month are you doing it are you just are you stopping october 31st so i guess november 1st do it something what sober october uh i'll start yeah i'll start drinking for sure i mean i don't know when i don't know kind of gotten over planning it but i'm like tobacco's done i mean i'll definitely smoke cigars periodically but and then energy drink wise hopefully that's a done thing too yeah uh, are you drinking coffee or anything yeah oh for sure 
So, but I, I used to really stress out. So I'd have a cup of coffee in the morning and then get through lunch and then I would be panicked. Like I got to have an energy drink or I'm going to hurt. My head's going to hurt and I'm not going to make it through the day. And so now it took me a, the first week I thought I was going out, but I think now like that I just have one cup of coffee and make it the whole day with nothing else besides water. Yeah. Well, and food, but that's kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice to not be reliant on that. So I'm learning a lot. All my rhythms are gone. Caffeine, some of these crutches. So it's it's a good thing. Yeah. With the weather change, I just want to sit outside tonight. That's all I want to do. I want to go home tonight. I want to hang out with my daughter. I want to put her to sleep. And I'm going to go outside. I want to start a fire out in the, in the backyard at my dad's house. And I want to have a glass of whiskey. That's what I want to do. You can do that in a couple weeks. Yep. And that's why it's fine. Yeah. But that's that's like, it's those moments that I miss. Yeah. But you know what? Those moments aren't far away. No. It's worth it, too. And I'm I'm kind of getting in my own head now that we've, I've talked to you about this all week. About like, I don't really know. I mean, I think that I'll for sure, uh, like Halloween, probably have a drink. But I think even after that, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I keep a rhythm different? Like, it's not just like, oh, I went sober for a month. Let's get back into it. But instead be like, you know, I'm only going to drink on the weekends or special occasions for a while. Yeah. So I think I feel better. What did you, what did you tell me the other day? You said something that you'd rather drink on the weekdays as opposed oh, yeah. to the weekends. Yep. And it's like, cause there's more weekdays. Yeah. That wasn't even my reasoning, but I think that might've deep down <laughs> been my reasoning. Uh, I don't know. It's just a good end point to your day. Like, you know, you can end it. Like at that point, it's over. Yeah. It's like it's like the transition piece for my so, brain on going from work mode to chill mode. What what is what does your day look like after work? You put Ellie, you go home, hang out with Ellie, yep. put her down, and then what? What are you seven, and Katie? Seven seven thirty. She or seven thirty. She's out. What do you and Katie typically do after that? Because you go to bed somewhat early, don't you? During this, I for sure have. You're just going to bed right after you put Ellie down. Now, well, last night I was in bed at eight thirty, maybe even earlier than that. Um, I don't know. Every night's kind of different. At that point, it's like a free-for-all. So sometimes Katie will go take a bath, and then I'll either just get in bed or watch. If there's sports on, I'll watch sports. But, like, right now, we don't have anything. Like, our house is in, in standby. And I, I don't really want to start any projects. You got a pool. It's cold, you know? Cold water's good for out, apparently. A couple nights, I've gone out to my dad's garage and uh, gotten on the treadmill, you know? Like so, this is fun. You got a, you got a lake you can walk to. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we go on walks at night when Ellie's awake. But that's that's what that's basically what we do. That's our rhythm now is get home, we go for a walk, eat dinner, give him dinner, put him to bed, and then just uh, whatever happens after that. Yeah. So, it's also, it's also weird because Katie's eight months pregnant. Yeah. So she just feels terrible. Like even tonight. Like, hey, you want to do something tonight? Like your wife sent out a message and it's like, Katie's like, I feel so bad. Yeah, I'm pretty offended you aren't going to come see the deck. Dude, I literally could care less about your deck. It's finished. I'd, so, first off, I want, I want people to hang out on it before I come out there and get hurt. It's an update for the people. The deck is finished. That's yeah, a big deal. I'm a new man. Looks good. You haven't even seen it. I've seen pictures of it. Well, that's not good enough. You haven't Instagram seen it in person. You've also seen pictures of... Mount Rushmore. Yep. But I bet it looks a lot better in person. Doubt it. Literally doubt it. I don't know. 4K? A 4K photo? 
Your eyes for sure aren't seeing 4K. Yeah. So I need to see it in person. No. You need to, you need to like experience the environment around it. Nah. You need to see the lake while you're standing on the deck. You need to smell the little bit bad smell that's coming from the lake as you're standing on the deck. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, I think I'm buying a lake house. I am. I think it's official. Where's, where's that at? Arrowhead. Then we go for it. Do you I, find one? I like it. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to go look at one of them today, and it got it got changed. But. Does Katie like it? Yeah, she just wants to be out there. So and you're gonna live like two hours away. Yeah, it's worth it, man. For to you, it's close. You're, you're about to be spending all that money you're saving on gas. I don't know, man. I've been looking at property taxes, and I might be okay. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, you, I'm hyped about it. That's that's still in Wichita County, isn't it? No, Henry, oh, it's not. His, what's Henrietta Clay? Clay. It's in Clay County. Okay. Mm. I'm excited about it though. I think it's gonna be good. Just, it's gonna be easy. Just moving closer to the steak and shake. I was looking last night at uh, it putting a shed out by the water. It's like a bar, bar shed. That's pretty cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. We get a boat. We get a John boat. Is there? Is it like on? Do you have a pretty big yard? At that place? Does it have a pretty big yard? Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the ones we looked at is, or are looking at has a fence. So it's like a little chain link fence. I'll have you build this a new one. Uh, a little chain link fence. And then there's probably another 30, 40, or 30 yards to the water. And then some of them are like right up on the water. Mm. Do you want a deck? Uh, this one has a deck. Does it? Yeah. Mm, lucky for you. It's pretty nice. Does it really have a deck? I think so. Uh man, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, I don't know what they're even called most of the time. But these manufacturer type homes have them. Oh uh, yeah, well, if that's what you call a deck, then you for sure need to come see my deck. I mean this this thing this deck's got a hot tub on it. So <laughs> okay, well I don't really care how the woods made. <laughs> okay. It's got a dead gum heater on it. <laughs> yeah, so. you got me there. Ours has a a picnic table on it. Nothing else right now. Hey, that's all right. I'm hey, I am excited to come see it and we will come see it. This is just the weirdest season of our life, man. Yeah. It's exhausting and I feel bad for Katie. Having babies is pretty hard. I feel bad for me too. It's been a hard week. Yeah. It's been it's been one of the hardest weeks of my life. You know why? Because you're about to have a baby. No, because of this right here. This is the best sound bite to describe me. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. It's my quarterback. Uh, It was T.O. predicting the future. Yeah. Dak Prescott was one of the saddest moments of my life. Yeah. What did, uh, I don't remember what caused T.O. to say that. They were just killing, they were just like killing Tony. Okay. And he was frustrated. He's like, it takes it takes the team to win and lose. Yeah. You can't blame my quarterback. He was crying. And then Dak went ahead and snapped his ankle. Yeah. If you listen to this and you're a Cowboys fan, it's one of the hardest things ever. And if you aren't a Cowboys fan, you were watching it. I don't care who you are. It's really hard to watch. I don't know why you wouldn't like Dak Prescott. Really don't. I know most people don't like Cowboys players if you're not a fan of the Cowboys, but Dak's always been a pretty classy dude. Yeah. He was kind of fighting the man this year, trying to get more of a contract. Didn't get it. And then could not, outside of, I mean, I'm sure there are injuries that are worse than what he had, but it was hard to watch. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see any of the game, and I just saw that one group text that we're in started blowing up, and then our other group text, y'all are texting in it, and I had no idea what happened. And I was trying to find just a picture of it, because I can't watch yep. videos of people breaking bones. This one's um, not as bad for some reason. 
you know, so I, I found the picture of him. Have like, you seen the video? No. You gonna watch it? Well, I've seen the video. I haven't seen like the zoomed in watch it. as it happened. I've never seen like the actual uh, play in real time. I don't, I don't really want to watch it if it zooms in. Yeah, we're going to zoom in. Uh, see if you pass I, it on I don't thing. want to. I'm not going to look at it. That so. Prescott injury video. Yeah, I'm for sure not looking at it. You know what? It was, it one, it was hard. Oh, one, it was hard. You're just, disgusted just looking at the thumbnail of it. I don't like it at all either. Okay, well, um, I'm not watching it then. I'm not going to make you watch it. Um, well, I, I think it's just the fact that Tony was right there was hard for me. Listening to Tony talk about it. Jason Garrett down there was hard. But when Dak was going off the field and he threw the fist up, he's crying. Yeah. I was out. You know what my first thought was? And if one of you posts is if you can tag this man, Skip Bayless. Oh. You bum. I was so what? angry just thinking about the things that Skip said about him and the depression stuff, and then for this to happen. Did uh, Skip respond to his injury? I don't know. I, I've, I've literally stopped looking at things that that man says at this point. Yeah, he's Until he stops doing click, clickbait, then I'll listen. I don't think Until then, I'm out. I don't think he'll ever stop. Speaking of clickbait, did you watch any of the town halls? I did not. Okay. They were great. Were they? I didn't watch either one either. As soon as they weren't debating, I was out. But it was probably better than the debate. At least the debate, you're bringing everybody to watch one thing. Like one event. This is just basically, I don't don't know who would have listened. Were they going on like simultaneously? I thought so. I don't really know. I didn't really look into it a ton. Um, I did see some clips today. Um, and th- th- listen to this. This is a sound bite from uh from this. This, is, this I pulled this out of the four minute clip. I listened to the whole thing. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> he's just talking. He's talking to the lady. Wait, what was that? Right there. <laughs> so cute. Who was that? That's Trump. <laughs> so cute. Oh, uh, okay. I can, I he's can hear he's it talking to the lady. That's uh, and he that's what he says at the very end when she's like they're going back and forth, and he just goes, "Ha ha, so cute," and then starts talking again. It's just the disrespect from time to time. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Not can, political. I'm not talking at all politics. Like, it, just think about this for a second. I want you to remove any pol- political beliefs you have, anything. If you're listening, just for a second, detach. I want you to detach Trump from everything you know about him. But I want you to remove Trump, and I want to put you to put Trump at your lake house <laughs> for the weekend. And I want you just to imagine the things that he would say after a couple of beers. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I just. I just. Who would he be? Who would he be at the barbecue? Like who would he be at the party? Like out of our friend group or what? No, no, no. Like who's who? Like what is he? Just you know, take away the money, but it's still Trump. What does he bring to the tape? Like what is he like at the party? How did he? I have no idea. He's I guess somewhat like that. Like a like a dad who thinks he's a lot more hip than he is and thinks he knows everything. And he's just a yep. little social butterfly just talking about subjects that nobody else understands and who he really doesn't understand just to make himself sound smart. Yeah. Then he always has those like one-liners. Yep. He's definitely a one-liner. He, he gets a lot of fake laughs at, yeah. the, at the pool party. I see him being at the very beginning, like when you first get there, like that guy seems cool. Like you know, ever you know, maybe he's like cracking jokes on somebody, you know. And as the night goes on, maybe some of the jokes you're like, ah, I don't know if you should have said that one. But I see the night ending with, like, and we've been in this scenario where everyone's hanging out and two people are arguing, and I see him just going after it. like the night's ending, and he's like still in the argument. Yeah, like he just won't put it down. Yeah, 
that's, I, that's what I see him being. He for sure has some sunscreen that's not wiped all the way in. For sure. For sure. Yeah. He also is for sure going to drive the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know who I see Biden being? I see Biden showing up. Great guy. Right? Maybe he should, maybe he can keep his hand off your shoulder a little bit more. But I can see him being the king of the Irish exit. I see him just getting tired early. And he's like, the energy would take me to walk around here and tell everybody bye. I don't know. Let's just leave. And him and his wife just leave. <laughs> I thought you said the king of the Irish accent at first. Oh. He was just, just, just going around talking in an Irish accent. No, that would be way better. I just see him dipping out. Yeah, well, that's me. I guess I'm Biden. No, you literally never do that. I've never uh, been at, at something we, that you just left and didn't say we, anything. We, we, we do that pretty often. At a large function? Or are you talking about, I'm talking about like an intimate group. No, like a larger function. Yeah. It's it's hard to do an, an intimate group because then people see you leaving. Oh, for sure no people who do that. Are you leaving, Jared? <laughs> I see you. Brendan Bell. <laughs> Brendan Bell will be hanging out in a room of four people and then just be gone. But sometimes you can get away with it because, I don't know if Brendan does this. I've, I've never been around Brendan when he does this. But sometimes you can like, act like you're on the phone and then walk out the door and people be like, Oh, he needs like somewhere to talk on the phone where it's quiet. Yeah. But then you're, he just never comes back. They never come back. Yeah. My brother does it. I live, he lives in the back house of where I'm staying at my dad's and he'll just be, it'll be, he's in the conversation and then he just walks outside and then never comes back. <laughs> and you're like, what? You didn't interest him enough. Talk about something more interesting. Just have some respect. We just bought you food. And then now you just left. <laughs> And he's just carrying his food up to his room. And you're like, what? He got what he needed and he bounced. He's, yeah. a, he's efficient with his time. And I think that's Biden. I think Biden's there to party. <laughs> I think he gets tired early. I think he doesn't really want to have those those goodbye conversations, which I respect. And then he's just gone. Yeah. And I think, so I think if the, if the party starts at seven, Biden's in bed by 930 and Trump leaves at 4 a.m. Yeah. That's why, that's what I think. Yeah. You're probably, that's probably pretty accurate. I think Trump is also the person going around the house, like looking at all the valuable things in the house and then like one upping it with something that he has. Yeah. Like he's commenting on somebody's like 60 inch TV. He's like, oh, that's a pretty nice TV. Look, it's pretty big. I got a, I got a 72 incher at my house. Yeah, for sure. But subtly. Yeah. Like with the compliments. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think Trump's at the party wearing jeans. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he's trying to be dressed down, but not too down. And Biden is 4,000% shorts. Oh, yeah. 4,000% in shorts. Yeah. And I think if he's feeling real froggy, he's probably got flip-flops on. Yeah. More than likely, like, deck shoes. I also think Trump might be showing up with something a little gimmicky that people are going to ask him about or that will let him be the center of attention. Group hats. Yeah. He's, he's, he's showing up with some type of gimmick <laughs> just to get some eyes on himself. You guys want to see something cool? Yeah. I think he says that a lot. I probably. Check this out. I also see him being, oh, I see Biden being the guy that has his phone and wants to show you something. You know, like you're in the conversation. He's like, let me show you this. But it takes him 20 minutes to get to it. He doesn't really know how to navigate his phone well. And so you're watching him scroll through Facebook and you're like, I thought it was a photo. Oh, it's in my photos. And he goes to, it's like, no, it's in your actual camera photos. He's like, well, how do I get there? And then that's what I see. It's my, that's what my grandpa. Yeah. Trump is also probably, the, he's probably driving the boat, like he said, even though it's not his boat. The person who actually owns the boat is sitting in the in the back of the boat. He's driving the boat, and he get he's gonna some, somehow get it stuck. Yeah, on some shallow part. Do you do you think if if Trump walked in here right now, you'd be nervous to interview him or talk to him? 
Uh, yeah, just because I'm not a good interviewer anyways. Yeah. You think you'd be... I don't even know if I would get a chance to interview him. I think he would walk in, sit down, and just immediately start talking. Start interviewing, or interviewing himself through yeah. you? Yeah. So I don't even know if I would, I would have I don't a think I'd be nervous at all, but I think I'd be a bad interviewer for most politicians because I don't think I'm going to argue a ton. Um... Unless I just absolutely had the facts. Yeah. You know, like I just don't think that I would be great to push back, which I think is a good interview in politics. Yeah. I don't think that's me. I think the hot ones guy should do it. Dude, that dude's the best. I think that's who should be doing the political interviews. And that dude has a superhuman digestive system. He doesn't even seem faced. I think he does some of those shows. He does like multiple in one day and they just get a couple over with. And then post them later. He said that uh, in the podcast I was uh, watching last night, he said uh, that he will research the person very heavily. Well, see, like watch their movie. Like, yeah. so he's talking about a comedian. He'll watch all their specials. If they're in movies, he'll watch some of those. If it's a artist, he's going to listen to all their music. There's a uh, like multiple people who like ask him a question. There's like, how did you know that? Like he did that. I think Zac Efron was one. He like pulled something um, pretty obscure from I think like his childhood, and he's just like, "How did you know that?" I don't think I think I've told one person that, and somehow he knows it and ask him about it. Have you ever seen that the guy that does? He's kind of goofy. Always does um, like hip hop interviews, and he's got like the goofy hair, and he always wears a golf hat. I don't think so. Um, let me see if I can find this. But he he's somebody who always knows things about people. Um, like he like there's like Tyler the Creator and oh this guy right here. Yeah, I've never seen this dude Nardwall. You should look him up. If you're listening to this, you should definitely watch him. I'll show you after this. But he has a whole thing where he just starts asking uh, people things about their life that know that they are like, wait, how do you know the kid that I sat next to in third grade? And like they get just, it's like the best, like you're the greatest interviewer ever. So we'll watch that later. It's, it's super good. Yeah, I've never even heard of that dude. <laughs> so cute. So cute. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, man, we're less than, less than a month away. Yeah. Like two, two weeks. weeks away. Yeah. Wait, it's kind of nuts. How much, how many days is it exactly? I'm just not excited because I know. Whoever two wins, days, yeah. like nothing, like as far as just the conflict between the two sides isn't going to ease up at all. No, nah, it's just no, going to no, get no, doubled no. down no matter who wins. For sure, I'm just over it. Yeah, I don't know. It's exhausting, honestly. Yeah, I also think you're a little out of your mind if you feel like. The history of the world hinges on hinges on November third, and maybe I'm wrong. I get what people are saying. I really do. I completely get it that there are some serious issues that people just hang on to. But I just I guess I'm just not understanding the depth of power the president truly has. Yeah. Am I wrong? I know I know that I don't understand that hierarchy as well as I should. Also, big word for me. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I think people are too hung up in it. And I think people, I really think that we live in such, this is going to probably going to be dumb, but I think we live in such a luxurious time and place that we need things to struggle with. 
and we seek them out politically. Oh yeah. I think that's for sure Dude, what's happening. Yeah, it's exhausting just being a witness to it. I've 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 haven't really done that just because I'm not political. So I, yeah, it's just exhausting. And I don't know why I keep reading comments. Yep. And stuff, but I just keep doing it. I don't know. Are you back are you back on social media yet? Not really. So still just doing Twitter. I posted something in the last seven days. I don't, I don't even remember what I posted, but I know I posted something. Oh, I posted that picture of Ellie getting hit in the face with oh, the ball. Yeah. So I got on Instagram and Facebook for that, but not really. If Katie tells me about something, I might go look at it now. But dude, when and you, I do check the numbers every day. When you just read what people actually. write, some of it's the most childish stuff ever. Our uh, neighborhood has like a Facebook group. Um, like a citizens watch page and some of the stuff that people post it's like how did you when you were typing that out how did you not realize how childish this sounds coming like coming out and also on both sides it's just a constant contradicting oh like you you say this about that group or the other side you don't even see your side's doing the same thing probably just opposite yeah echo chamber echo chamber how does nobody before they push send realize one? I sound super childish. Two, I'm just constantly contradicting. Yep. Here's a, here's a game I think you should try to play. This is what I've been playing a lot it's, this it's, month. It's already it already sounds like a bad game. No, not healthy. I think that it's a good game. I want, when you see something, usually you can smell it out, right? So whether it be on the news, something someone says, but like you're like they they have a political agenda, whatever. You hear a point. I want you, especially if you know, hey, this is more on the Republican side. This is more on the Democratic side. I want you to try to think what the opposite point would be. Like, what do you think the other side would think? And I swear, almost every time you can nail it without even knowing any information. Oh, yeah. You can almost say, if this is what this side thinks, I will almost guarantee you it's yeah. So when a story comes out, you know, whatever, and it's like breaking news, this happens. It's a guarantee that as soon as I hear the story, I can almost pick the sides just thinking about it, and that makes me feel better every time. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's just because everybody wants to be a part of a tribe. But, man, when you just talk to the same people about the same things every day, that's a little bit, which is fine. And I think it probably used to work better because you didn't hear from the other side as much. You get to live in your own little bubble and didn't have to worry about it. But now that you got, you know, 75-year-old men and women on Twitter, ah, yeah. now it's getting bad, you know? Now you got to listen to what Becky in Idaho yeah. thinks, and she's arguing with Tammy in California. Yeah. Who cares? Live your life. Yeah. And, uh, you haven't yeah. talked to your kids in six weeks. Yeah. Call them. It's the... Uh, Tammy? It's, it's kind of the worst. And yeah. unfortunately, this season's probably going to get drawn out from what I've heard. New normal. What? I think that some of this stuff is the new normal. Which is unfortunate. But here's, I guess this is what I'm trying to learn in October. Do I have to live in this normal? And I think I don't. I think I can't. It's going to take some time. It's going to take me getting rid of some stuff. But I think I can live out. I can live in the bubble while not participating. That's why we're moving out to the lake. Yep. Yep. There's a part of it. Yep. It really doesn't change anything because I consume the same content, whether I'm setting, you know, middle of the city or outside, but I can still, I can live amongst people 
and not have to participate in the games that I see not fit and necessary. Yeah. It's just like after every, like, I feel like almost after every NBA Finals game or NBA playoff game, like, it used to be like after a, a basketball game, the questions would be asked about the game. And now it's not, it's every, like, there's political questions after a basketball game now. I know. Just talk about the game. It's just everywhere. It's, it's almost impossible to escape unless you just go off, completely off the grid. I feel bad for a lot of these guys, um, a lot of these athletes too, because can you imagine being in the NBA and genuinely caring about some of these issues, but also being like, I want to do my job. I've spent my whole life trying to get here. And that, I love this job. I want to do this job and I want to talk about this job. And then I want to use my own platform to talk yeah. about these things, but give me this moment to celebrate what we've done. Well, that's a, that's the thing. Like even if they don't take a stance or something, they get railed for not taking a stance. It's, it's a, it's a lose lose. Yeah. So they have, like, there's nothing they can do. I think, you know, we've talked about this before, but everyone gave Michael Jordan credit, you know, because in the, he has that famous quote, but, you know, in the 90s, he kind of stayed neutral Mm -hmm. and they were pushing him to go a direction. And he said, Democrats and Republicans basically buy shoes. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to make anybody mad. In the 90s, you could do that. 2020, no option. I mean, think about uh, James Harden, who apparently is completely off social media. According to like people around him, he is like completely out of off of it. And then he walks in with that that face mask and it resembles something and it's the Blue Lives Matter and then he gets destroyed by everybody. But it's like James is literally just trying to live his life. He doesn't yeah. care about he wants to play basketball and party. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. People are willing to go through like ten years of tweets in order to try and discredit you now. Oh, for sure. Joe Burrow got destroyed. That's that's a lot of work to go to score through that many tweets in order Joe to Burrow find that destroyed. one that might discredit you. When he was 15. Yeah. You guys are shocked that a 15-year-old said something yeah. dumb? Your kids are probably yeah. the worst. Sorry. Got better there. <laughs> I'm over it, though. I think, I think that there is nothing more detrimental to our society than cancel culture in the sense that you make a mistake and... Your, uh, okay, here's a great example, and I hate to talk about this on the podcast, but we're going to. Um, the Richards Group in Dallas. They got in trouble and lost. And again, just for the record, I'm speaking based on uh, articles that I've read. Right? So no idea other than that. Um, Richards Group, great agency out of Dallas, major clients, lost two clients. They lost HEB. They lost Motel 6. Is there a Motel 8? There's a Super 8, I think. Okay. Motel 6 is right. That sounds right. I don't know. So, Motel 6, because in a meeting, there were some comments that were made that were racially insensitive. And I'm not going to try to say them, so I'll get in trouble. But they're in the article. But he lost his accounts and has to step down. And I was talking to my dad, because obviously my dad's been an ad man forever. And I was like, man, his whole career, he's built this whole thing. And his whole career coming down to some some crazy comments that I think that there should be punishment for if, if certain things were said, but I mean, is your whole life defined by that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, what if you do slip up once and get canceled? Is that, is that who you are in every area? Yeah. The thing is, you don't, scary. you don't have to do something today to get canceled. People will find something from 15 years ago that you did and they'll cancel you today. I don't think you have anything. Later. 
I mean, I probably have something. I don't know. I think you might be clear. I if definitely you can go through, got some skeletons. If you can go through 30 years of my life, you'll, you're going to be able to find something. Not you, though. I think you're probably good. I just don't post as much as other people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there. Saving grace. But there's probably, there's got to be something out there. there a story, there's a story out there somewhere. You know what mine is? That can get spread around. What? Let me go ahead and put it out there so I can have it documented. Sure. Here's what I, if I ever blew up or something ever happened, I got any notoriety, I think this is where I would get canceled. I have over a thousand photos of me holding up the three. Oh yeah, which which if you don't know about, <laughs> it's your pointer finger and your thumb together, and when you hit a three point shot, that's what we used to do. Yeah, at some point, it's a little different than what I do, but it's the white power symbol. It was never the white power symbol. Matter of fact, I had someone on Instagram reach out to me a year ago and tell me it was a white power symbol. Joking, for sure, joking. But I have. 10 years of this sign. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, if they just took all those pictures, it's like large groups. Large groups, there's everyone in there, and I'm holding it up. Would I'm you? holding it up in every photo with my wife. Yeah, I've always got it somewhere in the photo. If someone just took those photos, made a blog about it, I'm a racist. And it's like far from me, I believe. But that's where I get, that's where it's like, man, how do you know what's true and what's uh, not true? But do you know who else has like 10 years of those pictures? Almost every single basketball player. Yeah. But I do it a little more than most people. Yeah, you, you do it outside of basketball. I do all the time. Like I'm telling you, if you scroll through my photos, it's like it's a it's something that like people notice. Yeah. Which again, literally, I used to always joke. People say, "What does that mean?" I'd always say, "Oh, it's the Father, Son, Holy Spirit." See, spun it, made it a Christian thing. Genius. Mm-hmm. Really, just meant I was one of the greatest shooters <laughs> in the state. But please don't touch me. But now that could be spun and destroy me. Yeah. And and here's the thing, if people came back to me and 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 called me on that, I would have nothing in my life in that area that I could change and get better in. Yeah, it's not something that I could be like, hey guys, I'm just not going to take that photo, and that's fine. That changes me none, but it doesn't reflect me at all. It's a super like I don't know. It's a sad and like just thought that. You, you believe in a world where somebody cannot possibly be redeemed. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Redemption is a beautiful thing. And you take, if you don't believe that exists in the world, yep. that's a, that's a big chunk of beauty that yep. you're just taking out of the world. Yep. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine for every, for every addict, you know, like who's struggled or struggling. And then it's like, as soon as you get off to a certain point, like everyone in their life just writes you off. Yeah. Like it's over for you. Good run. Good riddance. Like that's the worst case scenario for a world I do not want to live in. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. And may- maybe there'll be a counter to this and it'll swing back. I'm trying to assume the best. Like, hey, it's going to get better. We're going to realize we've gone too far. There has been some good in this. Like the Me Too movement. There were some things some people getting called out. I think hopefully the protection of, you know, People, actual human rights will change, but it's just too political, man. I think we just need to giggle way yeah. more. That is a little bit different, though, because it's like a like a physical yeah. abuse thing that you're doing. All it takes now is maybe somewhat questionable words you said 15 years ago. Yeah. Some tweet. Oh, uh, uh, that- Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart didn't get to do the Grammys because of a uh, a tweet. In which he had already apologized for. They dug it up. Yeah. And they said, hey, we want you to apologize again. And he said, nope. 
Yeah. Already did. I've changed. I'm a different person than I was 10 years ago in comedy. Also, yeah. as a comedian, like, there's not a comedian out there that you couldn't dig through the archives and find something that they were just testing out on stage and not ruin them for. Yeah. 10 years ago? Can you imagine what Joe Rogan said 15 or 20 years ago on stage that he may or may not know is recorded? Oh. When it what when at that point it was different. I, th- I think anybody who was in like the entertainment industry, like in the past, like oh I yeah, I don't know, just every single one of them. Oh it's, yeah, like nothing was as PC as it is now. Or like I don't, I don't know. You know, it was a great it. example, and what gives me complete hope that this is going to flip around, and that you just basically the people we hear from the loudest on Twitter or blogs are just these extremists on every area both mm-hmm. sides whatever they're, they're the people that i think are just so bitter and are just sitting in their basement just like running out of laffy taffy and they're just frustrated so they just ride on this chaos but andrew schultz he's a comedian out of new york he's one of my favorites and that dude at his shows basically only things he releases on youtube is crowd work for the most part and he's just roasting people he's like guessing where they're from what their race is, like he's like putting like job roles based on how they look. Like it's the most race, like jokes. It's so funny, and everybody in that room knew that what they signed up for, and everybody in that room, including the people he's talking to, are laughing uncontrollably. Yeah. And those moments, I'm like, I know that you can't take that interaction, and you don't get to do that in the workplace, but. You, I think those things will change as people start to realize like everything's okay. We're all in this together. Humor is powerful. I hope so. I'm believing that's going to happen. But I also think like the demand and expectation to be super uh, PC all the time is why Trump is president. Mm -hmm. So there's a side that's like, I'm tired of like all this expectation for everything to be PC. Um, <laughs> so cute. Yeah, I think that's why that's why everybody's like a qualification. One of the like one of the biggest qualifications for a certain side um, is that you're not political. <laughs> if you're a not political person running for office, it's like a qualification now. I'm not for a politician. Some, for some people, yeah, I'm not a politician. You'll you'll get people's votes if you say I'm not a politician. Yeah. Which I think is I think is now like the new the new saying of politicians. Yeah, and it, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I I totally agree with you. I think that it's just uh, on all levels. I think people are tired of it. Yeah. But here's the thing: we're all trying to have a conversation with this group of individuals that I just I don't know. I get, they have some power, or whatever. But it's just a person to person level. I think if we just turn our focus differently. There's just a lot of things right now that are not good for me that I'm realizing are old systems that I think could be done way differently if enough people would realize that they're a weird system. Does that make sense? Great example. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Um, like a realtor. There's a lot of rules in a, as, a, as a realtor that make a ton of sense. But there's a lot of it that is very archaic and is going to have to change over the next 10 years if these people want to keep their job. Mm-hmm. There are some realtors, I think, that have already adapted to that and have already learned. There's others that I realize, hmm, 
you're you're still making money, which is great, but you don't realize that you don't provide that much of a service and a value to accommodate for your three percent commission. Car salesman, like some of them never changed, but like I don't really need a car salesman. Like I I just I'm already looked it up. I already know when I walk out there what I want. No, and like on the housing side. I kind of just want to look at the houses myself and I need someone just to set it up so that I can go look at it. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need like people to pull reports because, Hey, yeah, I got the internet. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's a different thing that I think people aren't realizing. And so they get hung up in the system of how they're supposed to do it because that's what they've been told. If you just like stop for a minute and look and just say like, well, I could do some of this on my own or the system could be different. And I think there are people right now and I think it's these young kids that are watching YouTube videos. They're realizing, oh, there's a different way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, weird world we live in. Yeah, dude. It's completely... Uh, so cute. It's cute, dude. Man. Yeah. I'm happy, man. This might be our most political episode ever. You know what? I'll tell you this right now. This this whole rhythm change has been good for me. I'm, tr- I'm not happy still. Like, it... Where I want to be. Still, like, excited about getting rid of some of these crutches in my life but i'm fighting to find like gratitude every day like how how cool is it that we do live in a country that i can you know i know everyone's talking about the censorship thing on social media now but i can literally say anything i want there's a very like very small chance i'll I'll face any repercussion for it unless it's just like super hateful like i can believe what i want that's pretty dope to live in a country like that yeah i still just people got to realize like no matter what happens on november 3rd this is one of the dopest countries in one of the dopest times. It's a freaking new iPhone. That's coming out, dude. We got like some of the uh some of like the gaming systems, like the the tech we have now, like the ability to be able to do the things that we can do to travel across the world. Like this is like the dopest time. Yo, they're talking about putting people in outer space in the next 20 years. Like this is the dopest time. Like we just had a global pandemic. It's chaotic. We have like some of the smartest people in the history of the world working on it. Like we don't have to th- even think about how are we going to solve this problem. We just have to kind of distance ourselves until we can figure it out. They do need to slow down on the robot making a little bit. Dude, have you seen the kid, the one that did the backflip and ran? Yeah. See ya. Yeah. They need to slow that down. I don't know how you don't realize that that's going to turn. Yeah. Oh. Why, why, do, why do you need a, a robot that is doing backflips. I don't know, man. Why do you need like a, an actual like robot, like a human looking robot? And you're like, so it can do like chores for you and stuff. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, but I would sure hate to have a robot. And like, you know, we get, we start getting used to it. You know, it's like mowing the yard. You come home, it's done everything for you. There's, there's food cooked. Like, this is great. And then one day you're like, Hey, can you, uh, Hey, robot, can you please go clean the bathroom? And it's like, no. And you're like, what? And it's like, pop, 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 just shoots you three <laughs> times. You're like, well, also, if the potential for the robot to turn and kill you is a bad thing, but also the robot doing everything, we would become like the laziest earth ever. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe we'll just use all of our time very well and we'll That's just true. spend it with each other. Maybe. And we'll just all have a good time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because robots don't need money. So if you can get robots to make money for you. I think that's. uh, Then we're good. Yeah. You're just using your money to. You're like outsourcing. 
Yeah. The thought of a know. world of robots is it's I'm, scary. I'm very futuristic. A lot of episodes talking about it. I kind of I, I am not for that yeah. yet. I, I want to slow down a little bit. I don't want robots walking around. I'm okay. I'm okay with the robot vacuum. Yeah. He's because vacuuming kind of sucks. A, mo- okay. a mower, a robot mower sounds That's great fine. too. I don't want a, a robot that actually looks like a has like arms and legs and hello, Jared. Yeah. Like, what? That <laughs> just sounds like not a good idea to me. Yeah. Plus the potential to get hacked. Yeah. We're just gonna have armies of robots fighting wars. They gotta slow down a little bit. I agree, man. I know, I know you love the future. Do you agree with that? Listen, I think I've gotten older from from thirty to thirty one, about to be thirty one in a few months. I've gotten older this year. I've aged more this year than any other year. Does that make sense? Like in like mentally. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm like sitting here now trying to get off grid the fast as I can and have toyed with the idea of getting an iPad, like a like the nicest iPad, nicest MacBook, and then going to a flip phone. And just basically being like you know, I just don't, I don't, I want to have something that I can still make phone calls on, but I don't really want to. I mean, like, that's where my brain's starting to get to. Like, I, I just don't, I don't need to scroll through this stuff. Yeah. I don't want to always get notifications. I love the Apple Watch for the fitness side or like that I can look off notifications, but I don't, I don't need to constantly have my wrist tapped. Yeah. It's kind of stressing me out a little bit. I was going to the point where I was going nuts. Yeah. I turned I turned most of my notifications off on my phone and I still get a, a ton. Like I, I was bet. getting six hundred. I was getting yeah. north of six hundred a day. That's what my lock screen always looks like. I think mine's getting better. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm slowly turning everything Apparently I off. Need to turn more off. Oh, just kidding. I'd already swiped out of it. Oh, that's since we've been in here too. But yeah, cheer star Jerry Harris will remain jailed ahead of his child porn trial. Because he poses a danger to the community. Sorry for reading that. Just popped up my yeah. notifications. Oh man, let's skip over that. Um, did you lose your headphones. I don't know, man. I think it's just it's my job to be grateful that we live. For, for me to feel great gratitude for when I live and where I live. Yeah. Realize that I don't live in a third world country and I don't live, um, but also not being too consumed by all this stuff. Yeah. Would you rather travel like way off into the future or way off into the past? Future, man. I know that's the wrong answer, but but I I could learn about the past. The future is so intriguing to me. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of scares me. I just I don't know. I just People were going to adapt to it, but you're but you're going in as like a twenty first century man. How far in the future into a like twenty eighth century world? Oh, that far ahead. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going that far ahead, dude. If we make it that far, do, do you want to go further ahead or closer to? I mean, I'd rather go like I think I think fifty years from now sounds dope. Okay, I but could, like I you, could do, I could do fifty, but you years. go two hundred, three hundred. Are you kidding me? You're doing. It's gonna be so lit. You're doing that. So what would like three hundred years? So that's like the seventeen hundreds. I'd go back to there as opposed to going in the future. No, just to dude. see, just to see what it's like. Did you can die from passing gas in the seventeen hundreds? Yeah. 
But you can die from a robot poisoning your Doubt toast it, in though. the morning. I think death death's going to, I mean, I think way better off then. They're going to know that you had cancer three weeks before you get it. Like, it's going to it's gonna be crazy. You're going to get a CTE. They're going to fix your brain cells. In 1700, though, you're just going to get sick, not know what you're sick with, and die. Yeah, exactly. So, you aren't going to worry about it because you don't know what it is. But then you're just going to die. Yeah, you're going to be on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I'm gonna be, and I'm going to be playing a real life like VR Oregon Trail. Yeah, Mine's and then on. the game's getting. I'm gonna go. Oh, time for dinner. Ding. Here's your dinner, Logan. <laughs> Thank you, Gerard. Uh, no. yeah, I'm going future for sure. No. It but wouldn't, of... Isn't that the best case scenario? Is to go to have the most and best possible like technology, but not have to utilize it. I think the to have access to yeah it, I think but not use it having it accessible is good but I don't think I don't think it being I think just it being accessible it's going to be overused no no but I'm saying you we personally get this choice like we don't have to make a choice for other people like you can still buy land or you can still stay in your home and say we're gonna live this way you're gonna be influenced for sure but if you want to go off grid you still can but it's seventeen hundred it's, it's gonna can't. be impossible like everything's gonna be like developed then but at some point national parks. They're developed land now. Uh, hey, listen, I've been voting on getting rid of national parks for years. Well, I think that most trees should be gone if you think about it. <laughs> it literally just blocks your view of the sun and of, I mean, it's just pointless. No. They, they've literally told us for years that it helped with CO2 and oxygen. Yeah. Literally not true. Yeah. Literally it's not Photosynthesis, true. bro. No, that first off, hasn't been proven. Okay. It's literally not been proven. And as a Christian, I completely denounce that. You denounce that. God would create something so complex that nope, goes yep. through that cycle and no way. It, Why would he need that? He doesn't need a cycle. He is the cycle. He's literally the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. Trinity. That's the cycle. He literally between them, they create oxygen. They create complex sayings. Yep. In order for us to see and marvel at to yep. give them glory. Yep. So basically, long story short, get rid of these national parks. Yeah. They're literally, literally wasting real estate. You can't make money off of them. You're saying get you can't do anything. You're, you're, you just said get rid of God's creation and replace it with this man-made creation. Yeah. You're talking like a... He said like he gave a, us dominion. Like a Babylon or whatever. Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't know. Listen, man. We got to do what we got to do. I want to live in Big Ben ASAP. In Big Ben? Like you, know, I, you know, I, I wonder... All joking aside, I wonder... First off, Big Ben's not going to be Big Ben then. I wonder it's in the be future, a, like a digital clock. I wonder if we take on more, like if if we keep expanding and taking on more space, or if we, I don't know. It'll be interesting because you th- like we've gotten to the point where we're starting to notice these things. We're starting to try to go green more. So I'm wondering if we will get to a point where we'll be a little more efficient and realize that we can reuse a lot of the things we already have had used, or I don't know. Because once you take out a forest, you can't get it back. That's why we're trying to find find if we can live on another planet. Yeah, because we're like we're running out of room here. Yeah, gotta gotta take over another planet. Enough people, and maybe this is probably one of the good things about more of the PC side. And some of these people getting louder is, I don't know, this isn't PC, but you don't get a forest back. Yeah, I guess you can. It's gonna take a long time. It takes a long time. So hopefully, and then like some of these species, like they don't come back. These animals are gone forever. They are trying to reintroduce wolves in Colorado, apparently. Like bring them back in? I guess. Who was that? That was a Joe Rogan podcast. They were talking about that, a recent one. I don't remember. Ugh. I don't know. I'm not 
a big history or yeah. animal person. So I don't know if wolves ever lived in Colorado. So there's introducing them to Colorado or if they were in Colorado and then aren't there anymore and they're reintroducing sure, them. I do. But apparently they're, they're talking about it. Oh, it was that hunter guy, Cameron Haynes. Oh yeah. And he said it'd be a terrible idea to do that, but there's some like biologists that thinks it would be a great idea and they're discussing whether they want to do it or not. Wolves are kind of terrifying. Have you said, just, just they're so smart. You see the video of that, um, I think it happened the last week of the mountain lion. No. Going after the person. Uh, so scary. He's like a, he's a runner and it's coming after him on the trail. Oh, uh, I think I did see and he's this. he's yelling at it and it's getting is, close. Is it kind of like up above him a little bit? Oh, it's below him. Okay, he's walking backwards up the mountain. Um, Terrifying. I think I'd rather see a mountain lion than a wolf though. Oh no, but I'm saying mountain lion's smaller. But like seeing how quick those things are, you quickly realize there's nothing you can do. I think a mountain lion is pretty big, isn't it? Isn't this one was pretty good size. Isn't it basically just like a lion? This one. Uh, Yeah. This one wasn't that big. Yeah. Those things are scary. I think I'd rather see one of those than a wolf because the wolves, you know, there's other ones with it and there's communicating somehow just talking about how they're going to rip you apart. Yeah. I think either way, even the mountain lion, if it wants you dead, you're dead. Yeah. I feel like you have a better chance. It's uh, it's probably going to be mono y mono. Yeah. It's going to tear you out. Worst case, like best case scenario. It's going to take you down and then you're going to roll over and see 10 more. Yeah. But if you choke one out, they're going to see it. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll be 100 yards away. And if you choke one out, they're going to somehow know. Yeah. Oh, we'll let him go. It's going to send some electrical signal to their bodies to let one of them know that their wolf just got choked out. Yeah. I don't know. I do. I do appreciate people who understand that. I spent so much time on YouTube the last few weeks learning how to do. make a fish ecosystem and listen listen i learned a lot about and it just made my brain run on why everything matters and in in a just natural ecosystem did you know that i'm a fish expert a fish ecosystem expert i literally know i've I've seen you fish first off three thousand times you should should have known about the whole everything being uh like connected and the whole ecosystem thing from my aquarium that i used to have that's a good point because i was just throwing random stuff in there and i just wake up and there'd be one three new dead fish <laughs> one new fish this one fish left that one little tiny puffer fish destroyed everything killed an eel killed an eel a big eel too i had an eel in there just with other random fish did you that is gonna come after i had a like a beta fish in there and then somebody told me that beta fish are super evil so i put it in its own tank and that puffer fish I'm probably going to make PETA mad here. Um, that puffer fish, I realized that was the one that was killing everything. So I took it out and put it in the tank with a betta fish, thinking that the betta fish would kill it. I nope. woke up the next morning. Beta the puffer fish, fish had defend the betta fish. And it was gone. It's dead. Yeah. Wild. Yep. Let's wrap it up, man. What's your wow? What's your word of wisdom? Oh, man. I don't know. My uh, wisdom for the... Um, the scientists and the tech, not the, necessarily the scientists, because at least the medicine scientists, um, other techno technological people. Slow, please just slow down a little bit. Yeah, it kind of it kind of scares me. That's fair. And, and I don't I don't want our kids to like that be the them like to be so proficient at every single device. I want them to enjoy being outside and doing some stuff and not just like look forward to being on their phone or that whatever. That may be a dead art, my man. 
I know. That's what I'm kind of scared of. But I think it's going to happen. I think it already is. Maybe our kids' kids. That's why, like, Walker doesn't know how to use a phone, but he already wants to hold it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. Ellie can for sure use a phone. So, I don't know. I don't even know if that was a word of wisdom. Or, it was great wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to piggyback off yours. And I'm going to say that during this season – this is about to come into the last two months of the year. Like, just slow down. You can say no. You can say no to your 14th Halloween party. You know, you can say no to a lot of things, and you can just enjoy time outside and enjoy time with your family. So I would just say slow down. That's been the best thing for me is, like, when I come home at night, I just kind of set my phone somewhere. And it's not abnormal for me not to have it for a few hours or – know what's going on and just like hang out and it's kind of refreshing and it's taken some of my anxiety away. I feel untethered. And I think the thing I've learned about myself is that I feel unresponsible for other people. I don't owe you that text you back immediately. I don't owe that to you. Yeah. But I felt that for a long time. And so I'm learning like, hopefully people don't feel that that text me. <laughs> if they do, they're going to learn quick. But you do, if I needed to get a hold of you, like that's like you're a great example to me. If I needed to get a hold of you, I'd get a hold of you. Yeah. Like if it was a need. But if it's just something casual, if it's a Saturday, I'm like, hey Jared, do you want to play golf? Like, you don't have to be checking your phone all day to let me know. And honestly, you don't owe me an answer. Like you get to spend your Saturday how you want to spend your Saturday. You don't owe it to me. It is nicer if you text me back. <laughs> but if you don't, I've never once like left that and been like bitter that you didn't text me back. So, like, why do I feel the pressure on the other side to, like, quickly get back to people? So, I'm trying to get rid of that. Slow down. Luckily, you have the just the default reactions you can leave now. The thumbs up thing. Yep. Just like it. Yeah. Done. Anything else? I don't think so. We did it, man. Yep. You did a great job. (laughs) So cute. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad mad men My rapping is sorta old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hop and mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Don Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on We mad men